Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Miles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. A real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Hey, for today's show, I wanted to address a couple of, a number of emails actually that I've gotten on a very specific topic. It seems there's a lot of interest in learning more about how we buy our deals, how we finance our deals, specifically with hard money. Um, I've gotten a number of emails over the past few weeks. I've addressed a few of those back uh, to the senders, but um, given the the demand, I guess, I wanted to go ahead and talk about that today. You know, why on earth, and one of the questions I see is why on earth would we want to use a 14% interest loan? Do we, do we even make any money with that? Oh yeah, we do. Let me tell you, we sure do. And I'm, I'm going to walk through the numbers on, on, on a deal that I did a couple years ago, a house that we bought, you know, a few years ago, we, you know, we could have gone uh, with a conventional loan on it. It wasn't just a total wreck uh, and <laughs> compared to our usual deals, but uh, we could have gone conventional, but we chose to buy with hard money. And I think that walking through this deal with you will, will really demonstrate the power of hard money. And I, I want you to be familiar with it. I want you to be comfortable with it. And I want you to have that tool in your toolbox because it's it's very powerful. Now, would I ever do straight conventional? Sure. There, there are times when you might want to do that as opposed to hard money. And, and we'll look at that as as well. And I mentioned that I'm, I'm on this topic because I've gotten a lot of questions in my email. If you have questions for me, you can send an email to me at askandy at luinc.com. Again, that's askandy at luinc.com. Or feel free to give us a call today uh, during the course of the show. Uh, number is 877-711-5211. Again, that's 877-711-5211. Now, I went out, I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, if, you're, if this is your first time listening, and I went out to the case study that Lifestyles hosts every month. This was just this past week, and the topic came up there as well. A guest in the audience, you know, if you're not familiar with the case study, let me just step back. Normally what happens there, it's a great networking event. I get to see all the investors I've known for years, meet some new ones, see up-and-coming folks, and there, there are three case studies that happen. So they'll have two single-family investors present their deals that they've recently done so everyone can see the numbers, you know, see what's what's happening in the market, what that what those houses looked like before and after, what the, what sort of rents they're getting, that sort of stuff. It's, it's very inspirational, um, and it's great to see what's, you know, again, what, what's happening in the market. And then the third case study is going to be a multifamily presentation. And boy, the numbers this, this, this time were, were just phenomenal. But one of the single family pre presenters was talking about the, the first deal that they did. And they just joined Lifestyles a year or so ago. And they were only $9,000 out of pocket in this house. I mean, again, phenomenal numbers. They, they, they were $9,000 into the deal and captured $36,000 in equity. And their cash flow every month 
they're putting in their pocket $400. That's a 47% return on their cash. It's uh, great numbers. Um, now, these guys, they've done three deals all told. They're up here in Dallas-Fort Worth area like I am. And also pretty interesting, I think, is they just out the gate decided to buy in Houston. So they've done all three of their deals in Houston, uh, out of their market, right? Not in their immediate market. Uh, so I done seen using the, the Lifestyles Realty agents down there to help them. Um, and all told, they're bringing in $1,400 a month on those three houses. They're averaging about 33% cash on cash returns. So good good stuff. And on average, their cash out of pocket is $16,000. That's, that's great. We see higher. We f For sure, we see higher, 20, 30, sometimes even 40. It, it depends on the deal and how much equity you're going to get on the back end and what your cash flow is going to be as to what you, you know, what, what you might want to invest there. But um, I want to I want to focus on that 9K deal because it, it engendered the question from the audience. A guest, someone that was visiting, hadn't been to Lifestyles before. You know, he, he wanted to know how on earth was the was the presenter able to get in for just 9K out of pocket? That's clearly not a 20 percent down payment on the house. Right. And we're going to talk about that. He used hard money. And I'll tell you, all the deals I've bought in the last seven years, hard money. Now, I want to address another email first that I got just yesterday. Um, speaking of cash flow, uh, the, the sender was concerned about losing cash flow to property taxes. So if you're in Texas, if you're outside of Texas, just know that our values are up very, very strongly in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, in Austin, and San, across the state, basically. And naturally, as our values go up, so do the, the property taxes. So... You know, the question that the, the, the sender had was, well, what do I do about that? I've, I've lost about 50% on, on my portfolio. Well, the first thing you do, first and foremost, is be sure you're protesting your property taxes. You need to do it every year. Okay, we do it every year. We do a lot of the protest ourselves. We hire a company to do some of the houses. It's just kind of a random split. Don't ask me why. But um, both both tactics work. And we've gotten through about three quarters of our portfolio now, and every single house that we've protest, we've gotten the value lowered. That just puts money back in our pocket. And I want to give you a couple of, of examples. Um, I'm in Denton County. I'm north of Dallas, and I'm very close to the appraisal district office. So, you know, I just filed online. I gave it a shot. They didn't meet the value I wanted, so I went ahead and, and applied to do the, the hearing with the appraisal review board. That was scheduled for last Wednesday. So I went up on Monday and just met informally with uh, one of the appraisals at, at a desk. Um, the lines were not negligible. No, one, no one's there at this time of, of year. Um, so I got in and out very quickly. And typically at this point in the game, those, those appraisers, they want to keep you from going into the ARB and, and having to take those folks' time. So she worked with me, and uh, we got our, our property value lowered about 20 k And let me give you another example. My wife went down to Tarrant County, uh, I think it was also last week, maybe a week before, with three properties in hand to protest. One of those was with the board. Uh, we kind of drug our feet a little bit and didn't get in there in, in time to do the informal hearing with the, uh, with the appraisers there, but she met, she went into the board. We had all kinds of documentation ready to go on property condition, these values, these sold comps were lower, these equity comps, which is the tax valuation of other houses in the neighborhood were lower. Here's why you need to lower our value. They didn't even look at that. They just asked her, what's the value you think your house has? She named that number. They said, done. Sign here. <laughs> she she had it dropped 30K. We didn't we didn't do anything. She just showed up. So, you know, the, the different appraisal districts are going to handle it a little bit differently. Uh, if you're in Plano, you know, Collin County, they're a little tougher from what I hear. I don't have any property there to speak from personal experience, but I would encourage you strongly to to make the effort every year, and, and that's going to help you recover some of those expenses, okay? Now, if that doesn't work, 
and your taxes have gone up significantly, what's the other side of the coin? Well, if you can't get your expenses down, you, you need to get your revenue up. Uh, you're going to have to pass some of that through, or all of it, uh, in rent hikes. Okay, we, we try to stay below market, nevertheless, right? But, you know, the market, simply put, it's up strongly, okay? The values are up. Uh, so protesting can, can be a little bit more difficult. If you pass that through to your, your tenants, you, you just need to explain to them in your renewal email, look, here, here, here are costs. My taxes have gone X per, up X percent. My insurance is up as well, by the way. And here's what I got to do. And, and we've gone through that process on our full portfolio, and only one of, only one of, the, uh, one of the residents uh, declined to stay. Um, and I'm okay with that. Um, that's a pretty, good, a pretty good turnaround, I think. So I do want to also mention if, if you are investing and you're investing following the lifestyles model, you're typically buying some pretty junky houses. And when you do that, you can go in and immediately protest your value down to what you see on the settlement statement. Let's say the house should be worth $150,000 when it's fixed up, but you paid 80 for it and they've got you on the tax rolls for 130. You have an immediate argument to get that lowered to your 80K. What I don't want you to do is go in and plan for long-term on your cash flow based on the tax valuation and the tax rate at 80K because that's gonna pop back up after two years. Normally, if you protest it down, they're gonna let it sit for two years before they reevaluate it. So just be careful that you're not running with that, that lower tax number. Be realistic uh, when you're budgeting and use that longer-term rate because you, know, you should know that it's gonna pop up. And one other thing we do do typically, because I know I'm going to have two years of, of, of comfortable tax <laughs> tax uh, payment, uh, sometimes we'll do a two-year lease. Um, but just to be safe, we'll build an escalator clause into that lease so that at year one, if something happens or they raise me you know, significantly unexpectedly, we have the option to go in and then increase the rent at that point. Or if maybe we've had some maintenance issues, whatever, typically not, but uh, more, more so for the property, uh, property tax side, we'll, we'll, we'll be able to lever that, that, that escalator clause. So I wanted to hit that in particular because, again, property tax protest is still going on. If you haven't already filed, it's too late for you. You're going to have to be sure you do that next year by uh, typically by mid-May um, is, is the season when the season starts. But um, do that every year. Do it on your personal residence and do it on any of your, your rental property, single family or multifamily. Uh, you can always protest. So what I really want to dive in now for the rest of the show is hard money. I want to talk about what is hard money. I want to explain to you why we use it, okay? And I also want you to understand the costs. So there are some costs to hard money. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the process, and then I'm going to dive into an example just with some generic numbers, easy math, and then I want to look very closely at uh, the house south of Dallas that we picked up a couple years ago because uh, the, the spread there, or the way the numbers uh, shook out were, is pretty, pretty, pretty striking, I think. And we'll also look at conventional. So what, what is hard money? Ultimately, hard money is an asset-based loan. Why they call it hard money, I believe, you know, I've asked my hard money lenders from time to time. I don't get a single definition, but it's, it's backed by a hard asset is, is what it boils down to. And that's the house that you're buying, okay? They know that if, if something happens and you default, well, they can at least pick up that asset that you got at a great deal, by the way. So they're getting at a great deal as well. But most hard money lenders, that's not their goal. They want to see you succeed. So they're going to lend based on the, the, the asset. And, and hard money, ultimately, it's, it's private money. It's, it's not... It's not regulated like conventional mortgages. It's, it's a different animal. And we've got hard money lenders in the market. And you can also look for, you know, private money from people you know, from friends, from, from relatives, that sort of thing. So we're going to dive into hard money a little bit more in detail when we continue, finish the discussion of what it is. And I want to make sure you understand why we are using it when we continue. If you've got any questions, as I mentioned, you can email me at askandy at luinc.com. 
That's askandy at luinc.com or give me a call at 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211. This is the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Andy Webb, and we're talking today about hard money. Talk 1370, the right choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we're providing a more effective roadmap to your financial freedom by getting into some tactical discussion on hard money, what it is, why we use it, what the process looks like, and I'm going to dive into some numbers behind hard money versus conventional using a deal we actually picked up a couple years ago uh, where we could have done either, right? Um, but uh, we, we went with hard money. I uh, went with two closes, went with that higher interest rate, and, and I'll show you why. So again, what is hard money? It's an asset-based loan. It's not a line of credit. Uh, it's not a personal loan. It, it's based on the, the value of the asset that you're buying, okay? And it, it's private money, so it's not regulated like conventional mortgages would be. Um, and I was mentioning ahead of the break, you know, we I personally, we've just always used hard money. I like working with the lenders. They are a great second set of eyes on the deal for me. But if you've got family, if you've got friends that have, you know, significant funds in their savings, you might talk to them and have them lend you some money, structure it like a hard money loan, get the documents together, pay them an origination fee, fee you know, maybe a little less than you would on hard money, but you can certainly work, um, quote unquote, hard money that way as well. Just keep that in the back of your head. Um, now, our Hard money is going to be a very short-term loan, okay? Typically, when you sign your documents, it's going to be for maybe a six-month term, um, maybe 12. I've seen that, but typically six months. And to be honest with you, when we get to the costs involved and you see the interest rates that we're paying, you'll understand we don't want to be in that thing more than two, maybe three months, depending on the level of rehab. Now, if something goes wrong and, and you're in a six-month term um, and you need to extend it, you can. There, there are clauses in, in most of the paper, uh, most of the documents for most of the hard money lenders that will allow you to do that. So don't worry, you know, don't don't fret. I don't know if I can get it done in six months. You should, you should, but if something happens, you do have a, you do have a, an exit on, on the back end there. Um, now I mentioned these are high interest, uh, and 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 there are origination fees that you're going to pay uh, to get into the deal, and we're going to talk about those here in a moment. Now hard money is an interest only loan, so you're not amortizing the loan. You're not paying down the the, the principal over over those couple of months. You're just paying the, the, the interest only, okay? Um, and then when you refi on the back end to get into long-term money, that will take care of that that principal for you. And what, an, what, a, what a hard money lender is gonna do, they're gonna loan on the expected value of the asset once you've fixed it up. So we're using hard money typically to buy those houses that need work. Not always, but typically. And they're gonna look at what's that expected value when it's done. If that expected value is 100K, they're going to loan based on that. They're going to loan you the, the money to purchase that or some portion of it, as well as some funds for the for the repairs. And, and you're going to commonly hear the term after repair value for that back end value. Uh, we call it ARV. So get used to that acronym uh, that gets thrown around quite a bit. And if you're new, sometimes that may be a little puzzling. But ARV is simply that after repair value. And they're going to they're going to loan, like I said, some percentage of the purchase price as well as renovation funds, depending on the spread there. Normally, nowadays, when I started, it was 70 percent of ARV. 
Now it's 75% of ARV for, for rentals. So uh, you can start to think about the type of houses you want to buy, what sort of value range you want to be in. If it's, if it's 150K, then 75% of that, what is that going to be? Um, and, 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 and understand what you can, what you can safely buy. Um, and I will encourage you, there are a lot of hard money lenders out there. I have always only used the ones that I know through the vendor program at Lifestyles. I've used, I think, four or five over the years. Um, be careful, though, because there are a lot out there outside of our program. Um, vet them carefully. Ask a lot of questions because I've heard of a lot of junk fees, a lot of other stuff that can uh, get thrown in there at you. Um, read the documents closely. If you're using a Lifestyles vendor, um, you're fine. Um, I, like I said, I've used most of these guys and never had any issues. But if you're if you're operating outside of the Lifestyles network, um, I just encourage you to to be very careful. Now, why do we use hard money? It solves a lot of problems for us. Okay, the biggest one is typically, as I mentioned, we're buying these houses that need a ton of work, or maybe some work, not always a ton, I guess, but. Uh, because of that property condition, oftentimes we can't buy using a conventional loan. If the foundation is out of level, if the roof is totally shot, maybe there are broken windows, you're not going to get a conventional loan. You're going to have to go some other route, and hard money is the way to go. You know, Remember that lifestyles model. That is typically what we're buying. You know, Sometimes it's a little rehab. Sometimes it's a lot. We did a house a year ago that needed $60,000 in, in renovations. It needed everything it was an older house 50s build all the practically all the windows were broken out and boarded up and and yeah it worked out great so um you want to have that in your toolbox to address the property condition hey if you've got any questions let me just remind you you can send me an email to askandy at luinc.com that's askandy at luinc.com or give me a call today at 877-711-5211 that's 877-711-5211 this is the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. And when we continue, I want to give you a couple other items, uh, uh, the whys, the, the, the ways that we solve problems in, in real estate using hard money. Austin's Talk, 1370. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and I'm happy to be with you today. And today we're talking about hard money. That's the way that I've bought all the houses we've bought. It's what a lot of investors you'll use, and it's a tool you really should have in your, your toolbox. And we're going to jump into the, we're going to continue rather our conversation around why we use hard money, but I do have a caller on the line. I have Riley from Fredericksburg. Riley, are you there? Okay, I don't think we have Riley just now, so I'm going to dive into the whys. Riley, if you're there, talk to the producer. Let him know uh, if you're on the line, and, and we'll pick up the conversation with you here in a second. But uh, I mentioned ahead of the break, we, we use hard money primarily because the properties that we're buying, they need a lot of work, and, and conventional lenders won't loan on that. So that helps us address the property condition. That solves that problem. Another problem we often come into is that we may be buying from somebody that's headed to foreclosure, and that clock is ticking. It's a ticking time bomb for this family, and we need to get in there and get the deal done fast so that we can save them from foreclosure and take that asset down. Um, and hard money, they, they can close fast. The big thing they need is clear title. They need a scope of work from you so they can figure out what your rehab budget is, and then and they're going to get an appraisal done so they can figure out what the after repair value that ARV is going to be so they know what they can lend you. Okay, but typically, you know, we've done them as, as, as little as four or five days. I mean, they can move very, very fast. It's essentially the same as cash if you were going in as a cash buyer with a couple of other, you know, fine-tuning mechanisms there. So it allows you to close very, very fast. Now, 
A third reason that a lot of people may not think about is a hard money lender is a great partner. It's a second set of eyes. Like I mentioned at the start of the show, we, they don't want to close uh, foreclose on you, right? They, they want to see you succeed. They want to keep doing business with you, repeat business. You know, I, I remember when we were starting out, I was looking at a property. It was, it was, we'd already done a couple, and this was right down the road from me in my neighborhood, so I was naturally very excited about it because, hey, it's right here. And I was proceeding with the deal, and the owner of one of the hard money lenders, he gave me a call. I was driving. I remember I was on the George Bush Turnpike. I remember it clearly, and he said, look, this is not a good deal. You know, we talked through the numbers a little bit and he explained to me why he didn't think it would work. And, and I really, really appreciate that integrity. You know, anyone else could have said, I'm just going to close the deal with this guy, you know, get the origination fees, collect a little bit of interest, let him deal with it. But he let me know, right? I got some great feedback on that. So you get a second set of eyes before you even buy the deal. And then of course, during, we'll talk a little bit about the process, but as you fix up the house and, and have your draw inspections done to pull out some of that repair escrow, you're going to get a second set of eyes on, on the renovations. And a fourth reason I like to work with hard money lenders that a lot of folks may not think about is they're a great source of deals. These guys are out in the market. They've got sales folks out there working the wholesalers and they'll pick up, they'll find deals that they know they've worked with you before. You've done a couple of deals with them. They know what you're looking for. They find deal X that fits your model. They're going to bring it to you. They want to get you into another loan with them, of course. So we've sourced a number of houses um, just through hard money lenders. And we had a call last week from Matt here in Flower Mound, uh, and he's having trouble finding deals. So Matt, if you're not working with a hard money lender, you might look into uh, going that avenue. And finally, we're gonna talk about the financial benefits in the next segment, but in general, we just have a, simply a lower cash out of pocket when we work with hard money. Okay, so we're gonna look at that. Now, what are the costs? I mentioned it is high interest, typically anywhere from 12 to 14%. Now, I'll tell you, as more and more people jump into the hard money sphere, those rates have started to come down, okay? And, and, and what I want you to remember, that's where people typically balk when they hear 14% per annum. That's a scary number. But here's the thing, you're not in it for a full year. You're going to be in and out of it in two months, maybe three months, maybe four. Depends on how, you know, how heavy your rehab is. You know, we're, the last deal we did, we were paying about $800 a month in, in interest, Again, it's interest only, and we're in and out in three months. I mean, $2,400 to secure a, a, a cash flowing asset, that's, that's pennies. That's nothing. And you can always ask for lower interest, especially if you've already done a few deals already. Talk to your lender. You know, see if they'll work with you. So interest rate, that's uh, part of your cost. Origination fees or points, that, that's what you pay on the front end when you close. Uh, it's usually about 2 to 3%. Some lenders may split that, so pay, have you pay a, a portion on the front and a portion on the back, um, which is of, of benefit in an appreciating market. You may be able to absorb those back-end points by rolling those into your refi loan. So it's a good, good, good thing to ask if they'll split those points for you. And then, of course, uh, the draw fee. So as you're renovating the house, your lender has some repair funds for you in escrow. They sit on those funds until you show them that the work was done. You put in that granite countertop for $2,000 throughout the house, you show them the work was done, they'll give you the funds. But they're going to send somebody out to inspect the work, and that's usually going to cost you. I don't know what, what it runs nowadays, about 150 I think it was. Um, and then there's some processing fees. So hey, if, if you've got any questions for me, and Riley, if you're still on the line, we'll talk after the break. Um, you can give me a call at 877-711-5211. That's 877-711-5211, or send me an email to askandy at luinc.com. That's askandy at luinc.com. And we're going to dive into the numbers uh, on my personal deal that we did a couple of years ago when we come back from the break. You're listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. 
Austin's Talk 1370. We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb, and today we've been working on your financial freedom by making sure you're armed with a very, very important tool for real estate investors, and that's hard money. That's how we that's how we buy our deals. And ahead of the break, we're trying to get Riley on the phone. I, I, we lost him, but Riley from Fredericksburg, I understand you are back with us. Can you hear me? Hello. Ah, there we are. Hey, Riley. What can I do for you? Okay, I think Riley is not hearing me. Okay, well, Riley, I understand you're in Fredericksburg, and since we're we're not able to connect somehow here, let me tell you this. You're in Fredericksburg, which uh, is somewhere between Austin, Texas, and San Antonio, Texas. Um, since I can't get to your question, you can email me at askandy at com, and we can, we can uh, talk that way. Or let me tell you, we've got some free workshops coming up. I knew nothing about hard money before I became a real estate investor, never heard of it. I first was introduced to the concept at the free workshop, which is how my wife and I got started seven years ago. And we've got a couple of those workshops coming up. So since you're in Fredericksburg, we got one coming up in San Antonio on Thursday. So that's this week, July 18th, that's at 6.30 p.m. Um, if, if you're closer to Austin, if it's easier to get to Austin, um, we've got one coming up on Tuesday, July 23rd. So the following week, that's also at 6.30. So you can go out to the, the website, lifestylesunlimited.com, and click on the free free workshop button and you can register for that. Um, or you can give us a call at 866-945-6565. That's 866-945-6565 to talk to someone and, and, and register for that free workshop. And they can, they'll go through some examples there at the workshop on how we buy single family houses and, and, and they'll get into the numbers there. So I wanna talk about the process. So when you wanna get lined up with hard, hard money, um, you want to get approved first of all. So you want to get a pre pre-approval with your hard money, hard money lender. And typically part of that process is going to get approval from your refi lender as well. If you get that pre-approval from your free refi lender, you're, you're pretty much a shoe in for most hard money lenders. Um, I'll also tell you, as you go around submitting offers, whether it's on MLS, you know, listed deals or off market, if you need a proof of funds letter, talk to your hard money lender, they can draw that up for you. We've had to use those quite a bit. Uh, just to show that we've got the funds available. So as far as the process goes, you're going to find this house and you want to get that loan approved. So you're going to need to submit a scope of work to your lender. They're going to need to see what kind of work you're doing to the house so they can send out an appraiser and he's going to put that after repair value onto the house. And if the numbers look good, they're going to get clear title, make sure that it's okay to buy the house. Um, and then you're good to go and they're going to lend you 75% of that, that value. So for example, just round numbers, if, if we're looking at a house that after repair value is going to be $100,000 and we can buy it for 50 and it needs 20K in rehab, right? We're at 70% right there. Our hard money financing, all the costs that go into sending out the appraiser and whatnot, that may put us around 5K. So we're effectively zero out of pocket at that point, okay? Later on, once we've got the house fixed up, we'll refi out and we're going to let, we're going to probably be borrowing at that point at 75%. So we'll bring a little bit of money to the closing table, but we may be in the deal for five, six, seven K at that point in this example. And that's just with round numbers. So what I want to do now is jump into the house we bought down in uh, South of Dallas. This was uh, early 2016 and the house was owned by another investor out of California. They had a portfolio. I guess they were trying to unload these pretty quickly because it was priced. It was priced pretty low. Um, 
we wound up paying 80k for the house and this is in a market where we've got other rentals so we knew the market pretty well we we were, wanted to add to that portfolio down there so we we were happy to get you know jump on that after repair value was 104 okay so a little bit of a spread there but here's the thing house had already been fixed up a couple years earlier by this California investor they did a, an okay job um, 80s build so it didn't need a lot of work all told we spent about sixty seven hundred dollars in in repairs so the spread there's it's decent right it's not not one of those massive 60k deals like we did earlier or I mentioned earlier in the show that we did a year or so ago but um, pretty pretty basic numbers and let me tell you I don't want you to spend a lot of time out there looking for the home runs okay this this deal that I'm talking about here is a single you know it's a base hit it's not a home run by any means, but if you keep picking up deals like this and adding to your cash flow over time, you, you're going to be astonished when you look back and realize, holy cow, look at what I'm sitting on here. And along the way, you will pick up some home run deals and, you know, they're just going to happen naturally. You'll get better as an investor and, and you will see that happen. But um, focus on getting those singles because you're, you're going to win if you play the game that way. Hey, if you're too busy to ask questions, you can ask me uh, by email anytime at askandy at luinc.com. That's askandy at luinc.com. And we're going to wrap up uh, talking about hard money again by diving into the details of this deal and why we bought hard money and not conventional. And, and again, when you see the numbers and, and the difference in our cash out of pocket with hard money compared to conventional, you'll understand why we do what we're doing. When the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues. All right. Talk 1370, the right choice. We are back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. This is Andy Webb. And today we've been working on your financial freedom by talking about a very important tool to have in your toolbox, which is a hard money uh, as an investing tool, as a buying tool, a financing tool. And... Um, I finally got connected with Riley here, but by way of email, and let me just see quickly. So, Riley, you're asking if you would put a cap on the size of a loan of the loan on hard money. A house built in 1998, but it's a shell, acquiring for 185k. Construction is 100k, needing about four months. ARV about 400. Or does this not fit the lifestyles model? It, it, it doesn't really fit the lifestyles model. That's a little bit high end uh, for a rental. Um, you would have to be, you know, multiple thousands of dollars in, in rent, uh, about 3,500, I would estimate, to to cover the loan on the back end. Um, just plugging that into my rough calculator here, so that's really not something we would we would we would want to touch. We're typically looking for something that on the back end is going to value maybe maybe around 200 on the on the on the on the max, and going down to maybe 100k somewhere in that spread. So not 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 a good fit there, but. Uh, if you've got any other questions there, Riley, go ahead and send send me an email on that. So we were just looking at a deal that we did south of town uh, a couple years ago. And I want to drive home the point here now, uh, why we bought with hard money. This house didn't need much work. I told you ahead of the break, uh, we put about $6,700 into it. Uh, and, and a lot of that was plumbing under, you know, anyhow, not, not relevant, but it, it didn't take a lot of work. It was mostly cosmetic. And we could have bought that with a conventional loan. We could have gone straight to Fannie Mae or Fannie Mae type lender and, and said, hey, here's our down payment um, and go that route. Let's look at the cash out of pocket. On this deal, 
we only had fifteen thousand dollars, five hundred, fifteen point five, whatever, fifteen thousand five hundred dollars in the deal out of our pocket when we were done buying it with hard money. Okay, now if we had gone conventional, we would have had to put first of all twenty five percent down. That's us because we have other rentals in our portfolio, other mortgages. If you're starting out, you can go in with fifteen percent down nowadays. That number changes from time to time, so always consult your mortgage lender, your mortgage broker on the conventional side, but for us, we would have had to put 25% down. Um, that's already on an 80k, $80,000 purchase price. That's a 20% or excuse me, $20,000 down payment right there. Plus that 60, 6,700 in repairs. All told, my cash out of pocket in the deal would have been double. It would have been $31,700. So you can see right there, that's a 16k difference. In theory, I could find a, a duplicate of this house and buy it as well for that same money. So that alone points to why we buy with hard money. Simply put, we're able to do more deals. Now, there is a downside. When I buy with hard money, I'm putting my back-end loan on a higher value. So my purchase price on this house was 80 k uh, When we refied, it actually had appreciated a little bit. We refied at 110 Because my cash flow on a conventional loan is going to be based on that smaller loan amount, my, cash, uh, my loan is based on a smaller, uh, uh, on, on the purchase price. My loan amount is smaller, so my cash flow is naturally higher. In this, in this case, it would have been somewhere north of 500, about 570. Now my cash flow, because I bought with hard money and refinanced on the back end based on a higher number, uh, my cash flow was 460. So you can see there's a little bit of a difference there. Um, the precise amount is $109 per month that I would have gotten had I bought conventional. But get this, by going hard money and saving that $16,000, how long would it take me to recoup that 16K in additional cash flow? If I'm collecting 109 additional a month on my conventional loan, I still need 12 years, 12 and a half years in order to recoup that $16,000. So it, it, it's you know, essentially the, the pulling that money forward, allowing me to do another deal. Now, let's say I bought a second deal that cash flowed exactly the same way. Then I'm pulling in a little over $900. Compare that to the, uh, what did we say, 570 on the conventional side. So um, lower cash flow but more money at our disposal. So that's, that is in a nutshell, why we buy with hard money, even on this deal, which I could have gone conventional on, you know, it, it just made more sense. So you always want to look at the numbers. Now, if it doesn't need any repairs at all, maybe it's already been rehabbed, but it's still a smoking deal. And maybe you're a new investor and you're able to get in at 15% down instead of 25. That might make sense. So there are times when you'll, you, you may want to use conventional. So talk with your mortgage broker, get, get some, you know, case studies going, going with them and see what makes sense. You know, if you're looking at a particular deal, run it through both sides of the equation, hard money versus conventional, what's going to benefit you more? Um, like I said, every deal we've bought, we've bought with hard money because it always makes more sense. So, hey, you can create a more effective roadmap to your financial future. You can give us a call at 866-945-6565. That's 866 866- Nine four five six five six five to get started or visit us at lifestylesunlimited.com and register for that free workshop. We've got them coming up, let's see, this week in Dallas, San Antonio, and Houston on Thursday, July 18th at 630. Uh, and I mentioned O'Reilly in Austin the following week, July 23rd uh, at 630. And we've got those coming up uh, also later in the month in those same uh, cities. And if you're outside of Texas, we've got them coming up across the nation. So go to lifestylesunlimited.com and uh, click on the uh, free workshop button. And you can see exactly where those are going to be in, in your neighborhood. And you can find us on the air every day of the week and enjoy our podcast anytime at lifestylesunlimited.com. Just click on the radio tab. This is Andy Webb, and I thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking with you again soon on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. 
And remember, it's not money, it's all about the lifestyle. for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, investing, or tax advice. Results may vary. Always consult a professional before making any financial decisions. If you'd like to find out more about the mentoring available at Lifestyles Unlimited, please visit them online at lifestylesunlimited.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.